I, I, I did it in, in order to get a job. I, I wanted to get a job in late night because I started, you know, my first job was with The Tonight Show. Okay. And, and, uh, and uh, you know, writing monologue for Carson. And, uh, um, uh, and, and so, but I couldn't because I'm too old or something like that. But, and I, I couldn't break into late, late night. I didn't know how to do that. And if anybody okay. sees this and they want to hire me, please. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm not too proud to beg. Anyway, uh, but I, I did it originally as a, um, as an audition piece, you know. Gotcha. And it's had legs, though. There's over 100 of them. Uh, you've been doing it for a long time. I started out, it, it started out the uh, uh, corona, uh, it started out in 20. I mean, so I've been doing it for four years. Four oh, years. Gotcha. Four years. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, started out as the uh, going viral. That that's was the first, uh, 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 first <laughs> going viral, then, uh, then the daily dose. But uh, but I kept r running into daily doses of uh, of uh, uh, religion. You know, they, they, oh. they were daily daily religion dose, and so then I came up with uh, morning lines, um, plural, uh, and and that seems to work. Uh, now people will find that on Instagram. It's Andrew Smith Writer, one word. Andrew right. Smith Writer. That's or, how we got it. Or, or Facebook. I think it's just Andrew Smith, and or uh, or YouTube. Uh, Andrew Smith, eight nine nine or something. Okay, Andrew Smith. Now everyone at home is poised to watch this great film that you wrote. Kind of story, right? This great film at the same time as we do here in the studio. So everyone at home has got to press play at the exact same time as we do here in the studio. So why don't you go ahead, Andrew Smith, and give us that celebrity countdown. Okay, countdown. Three, two, one, go. Wow, that was great. Thank you so much, uh, and Andrew. Right? Andrew Smith, that's right. That's right. He, he's got a writing credit on this. Uh, as story by, you know, he's also got the screenwriting credit, but I'm saying because it was his original script, he's got yeah. story by, even though this that's great. I don't know. Story. We're going to be, I'll be listening to this interview later, but does he talk about Ken Finkelman, the co-writer? He never met the man. He talks about that. Okay, great. Well, I look forward to the interview. So, <laughs> This is kind of nice. Usually I hate when movies have animations in the end credits that show scenes of the movie. You yeah. ever see that? Like in Game Night, they like... Yes. They'll, they'll, yeah. So this is like an animation that you were telling me it shows the actual story before the movie starts. Right. The backstory. Right. So what we see here is like a boyfriend of Madonna, whose name is Nikki, and bad guy. Okay, and the boyfriend's mixed up with the bad guys. Now, the boyfriend gets pictures of, like, a rich guy doing something bad. Okay, he's got pictures of it. And uh, puts yeah. it in a safe deposit box. And then Madonna innocently, uh, like, the bad guys come and, like, kill him, put him in the trunk, you know. And then she just gets in the car and starts driving. Unbeknownst to her, there's some dead guy in the trunk her boyfriend and the cops arrest her and she gets thrown in the slammer 
I don't know how I would feel if my boyfriend was dead in the trunk. Uh, Goober <laughs> Peters? Does he talk about Goobers and Peters? <laughs> no. Andrew Smith! There he is. There he is. Thank you, Andrew. Lose your closed captioning for the nice audience. You want me to take it off? Oh, you okay. If Actually, if you think it enhances the experience for the audience, you can leave it on. It enhances the experience for me, Carl. I finally get to know <laughs> what the fuck's going on. All right. I'm all about AI and enhancements. Okay, here she is innocently driving. Yeah. Cops, whoa! Do we know any James Foley? God, that name yeah. sticks out. He's our that director, and he was Madonna's request. He was the best man at the marriage of Sean Penn and Madonna. They're good friends. Which, which was after this movie, right? No, no, it was before. Sean Penn and Madonna are married, and Sean Penn is in jail right now at this moment. How Madonna's ironical. She's in jail, too. Now, it's Andrew like Smith says that, okay, this is the guy from Dirty Harry. This is... Yeah. Are you feeling lucky, punk? Do you feel lucky? Well, do you? Um, He's wearing the, wearing the same suit. <laughs> the internet claims that Madonna wrote the song, or whoever wrote it, Who's That Girl? And she thought it was a better title. But Andrew Smith thinks that it's because Sean Penn was in the Slammer at the time. They the didn't movie wanna... was supposed to be called Slammer. Yes. Yeah, internet says a terrible title. They went with the song instead. You're saying it's because her husband was in the slammer at the time. Yeah, well, that's what Andrew Smith is saying. And also, <laughs> it was Madonna. See, there was they were filming in December, and there was a big snowstorm, so they had to take a break. So she started working more on her soundtrack, and Who's That Girl was going on, and she thought it was a better title. And whatever right. you say, Madonna. <laughs> Yeah, right. Okay. Simon Donna got it. Well, I mean, Slammer is like, <clears throat> it sounds like two words to me. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that skyline. Beautiful. <laughs> now, this is an exotic animal. There's only like four in the world. Now, in the real life, it's a cougar. In the movie, it's a blah, 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 blah. I forget. Big so cat. Same, somebody has sent a messenger to pick up, unbeknownst to him, this cougar. As a bike messenger, you have to wear that cap in New York City. Now, who's the guy in the center, Mike? Danny Aiello. Danny Aiello. Hey, Papa just wants what's good for you. <laughs> don't preach. Don't preach. Papa, don't preach. Hey, it's Griffin. Griffin Dunn. This is Loudon. Loudon. He is in. He's a lawyer at an expensive place. He's he, one of his tasks is to get this cougar to this rich guy who loves in helping endangered species. So I'm so. Of course, I love he having just stubble. Sends a messenger, you know. Yeah. Hey, Carl. I love having stubble. Is like one of the great things about being a guy. But look at Griffin Dunn, man. Baby, smooth. What a shave. Yeah. I have well, the best shave in the movie. Goes to Griffin Dunn. Absolutely. If there was a. Opposite, if there was an Oscar for okay, here's our, on the left is Wendy Worthington, the the guy that loud the woman that Loudon is gonna marry, and on the right is the mom who's our Star Trek connection. She was in the Whales episode in San Francisco, the the Whales movie, right in San Francisco, right movie. Uh, Star Trek Four, we found Spock. What's up? 
<laughs> yes, that's right. I don't you remember who you are? The hell I can. The hell I, I forget. Hey, look, he's they're putting on a top hat. Yes, well, it is a they're not they're they just pretty, you know, he's a intern, so they're using Monopoly money. So <laughs> Here's he your shoe. This doesn't fit. Iron it's not leather. So is that Robert this Wall? is all arrangements for the wedding, you know, getting him sized and fitted and all that sort of stuff. Was that Arliss in the room? Robert Wall himself? I don't know the answer. Did I pronounce Arliss right? It has two money signs at the end. Is it Arliss or <laughs> Ari Money Money? I'm not with you, Mike. Is that the name of the Monopoly guy or something? No, there was a, a HBO show in the 80s and 90s about a sports guy named Arliss. Oh, uh, okay, okay. And it starred Robert Wall, who I think is in the room right now. Oh, okay. So there's a lot of, like, cameo cast things in here that I missed in my research, and that might be one of them. Another one is Stanley Tucci. We just passed the scene in which he was in. Do you know that? What? Name? Really? That's so crazy. He was not a famous person at this point, you know? Yeah, well, they passed the, the Tucci on the left-hand side. <laughs> Never got work. That's right. They would pass the Tucci. <laughs> yeah, I think your makeup's fine. Yeah, um, and also I think one of the other guys is a Toby uh, – is a British actor that was in a bunch of Lord of the Rings movies. Look at Madonna. Yeah, and did you see she's got the safety deposit box key? Makes no sense. Makes no sense. Oh, jailhouse it does, rock. It does make sense. It does make sense. No, but, it doesn't make sense. When you go okay. to jail, you have to take your necklace and put it in that manila envelope. Yep, you're right. You're right. You're right. It doesn't make sense because she's going to get her manila envelope. Right. She'll get her manila. Ooh, sexual tension. He cut it with a knife at that jail. Now, this is Dad, Dad Worthington, okay? And Dad, oh, oh, oh ad. Nope. Uh, ad, bad ad. We don't like you, uh, phone app. Okay. But, but, all right, here now we go. Here's the dad. dad. Now, this is Daddy Warbucks. It's, his name is Worthington. We are at, we are 8.07 right now, if you're following along. Okay. And I'll um, let you know when we get to 8.15, 8.13, 8.14, 8.15. Hopefully we're all synced up. We're not. Okay, we're so not. now this is the guy who was in the incriminating photo. He made some kind of deal with the bad guys. I, I'm not really following what it was, but it's enough for you to know they've got a photo of him. It'll put him in jail. It's He also has a Rolodex. What's on the photo that's so incriminating that they have to jail somebody for? How long was she in jail with the dead body boyfriend? Yeah, that's what I don't understand. She was in jail for four years, apparently, and this is murder. So what the hell? But, I mean, this guy right here is singing the glass. I think he's a British actor I've seen in other stuff. Yes, he is. Yeah, that's a great example of one of the – I. I when I'm scrolling through it, you saw all these faces you know, yeah. and I just don't have all day. <laughs> you know, I couldn't. Okay, this is the prenup. Now, here's what uh, we missed. Worthington was on the phone with someone learning about Nikki's release. He knew that she was getting on a bus to go to Philadelphia, where she's from. And if she does, everything's fine for him. But if she doesn't, she could be causing trouble for him. 
So she's going to send Loudon to go get Madonna, Nikki on the bus. All right, that's what we're going to learn. Now, right now, he has he's being forced to sign a prenup. And it includes sexual positions that aren't allowed. I saw, yeah, I saw that. It's weird. That's my adult coloring book too. <laughs> Not only yeah, I love prenup. these adult coloring books, right? Yeah. It's it relieves stress. <clears throat> what you know what will relieve stress? Crayons and coloring. <laughs> Not whacking off. <laughs> Whoa, I never even thought of that. I'll be right back. <laughs> that never occurred to me. <laughs> what these, why am I only crayon? This is the only red crayon in my hand. It's so funny how in your 50s, whacking it doesn't even occur to you. You don't know, uh, you, hey, you just fall asleep. You're reading a book. You know. You're taking a shower, and the next thing you know, you're out of the shower. Yeah, you're clean. You're drying yourself <laughs> off. Oh yeah, I oh forgot. Yeah, I you know I'm the same. Lunch, take a nap. That's it. Now All Worthington right. is laying this bullshit trip on Loudon that they they do charity work, pro bono kind of work, and one I mean, of it. Madonna's is, never. I don't believe it. Madonna's never been pro bono. No, she. He's a competitor. She feels. Yeah. Actually, I guess she he wasn't in the day because when in the 80s when she was getting big and they were like boy and war, you know what I mean? They had they weren't big mega pop stars like today. Well, I think they were kind of quote unquote underground just as much as Madonna was at a certain point. So, you she know, we, we all knew who YouTube and Madonna was back, you know, in the early 80s. You know, like her songs, I don't know. They don't make any sense. Like, they don't need to make sense. It's a bonita okay, borderline. Your love is on the borderline. What does it mean? Yeah. Like, you're about to fall in love with me. You just things, keep things are in trouble, buddy. In my love, <laughs> over the borderline. What does it mean? You push my love. It's a good song. What does it? You got to keep on pushing my love. They're having What's a frail relationship. About? Like, express yourself, right? And then the next yeah, thing I don't she know does, what that's about. does is 100% opposite material girl. Like, it's like, go for love. I, I don't know. I could never. Which, okay. what's, your, what's your favorite Madonna song? Don't I, um, you mean like, I, if I, you know, choose which is the best of them? There's no yeah, right. It's karaoke. You got to sing a Madonna song. Which one do you sing? Looks like cigarettes. Where did the fucking cartons come from? Well, it's jail, jail currency. Oh, I got it. Something, uh, something bonita. <laughs> oh, the song about the fish, the bonita. Now you see the Rolls Royce. Yes. It is not a BMW. Great place to park a Rolls. Not a Bentley. He's going to put that, that cougar in the rolls? There's well, he's Annie got Ayala. no choice. First of all, he doesn't know it's a cougar yet. He, see, he's so ignorant about it. He's on the phone with them earlier, and he's like, listen, don't let it out of its cage, okay? And they're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Yikes. It's the BC Boys opening for Madonna. My brother has a, a funny joke. He told me this like 20 years ago. So all due respect to Danny, the late Danny Aiello. But 
man walks into his house and he sees his wife is sleeping with Danny Aiello. And the guy goes, Danny Aiello, what are you doing? And Danny Aiello says, well, I got a stint on CSI uh, and then I'm doing a movie in upstate New York. You know, that's hilarious because you could do that with any, like I could say, like I walked in and Anthony Quinn was banging my wife. <laughs> Anthony Quinn, what are you up to? Well, I'm doing late night with Anthony Quinn at the Mercedes. There you go. <laughs> Boom! My brother wrote us another joke. Thank you, Adam. I'm stealing Thank that. Thank you, Adam. Big one. Oh, this is why I paid money. Come on, Madonna. Put on the lipstick. Okay, so she is out on parole, and it's frustrating to this. Okay. These are two police officers who were there that in this cartoon in the beginning. They know about okay. the bad guys. They know about the key to some bank somewhere. They know they I think they know about the picture. I'm not sure. They're like buddy cops throughout and like they'll, they'll be they'll be in the movie a lot. Well they'll get mad at each other and then he'll be like, That's it, I'm asking for a transfer, you know? And then at the end of the film there's this nice moment when he's like, they doesn't ask for the transfer and they. Oh, well, that's good. That's cute. Well, that's it's like, comedy. Um, he goes tomorrow morning, I'm getting a transfer. And he goes, well, tomorrow is Saturday. And he goes, oh yeah. <laughs> and so he goes, <laughs> well, forget it then. Let's just forget the whole thing. You know, and he goes, okay, I won't get a transfer then. No, we're not like, just saying this because Andrew Smith got to speak to us. This movie is well-written. It is like, you know, it it does have a feel of bringing a baby in the 80s. You know what I mean? Like the screwball comedy. It tries. Just because it has a cougar in it. Right. That's right. Because bringing a baby had a, had a, I don't know, panther? Yeah, something. It was, I like that film. And in the sense that, like, she's driving him crazy. You got that in this. But, okay. So, you, know, the, you saw the punch, right? Yeah. Okay. Then they're like. He goes, get her back in here. And they go, do you really want her back in here? And he goes, oh, no oh, way. <laughs> you know, so he just he just takes her punch. That's okay, ridiculous. So Loudon is now going to be like, hi, I'm doing the pro bono work to take you to the bus. And she's not being funny, man. She's being, I'm pretending I'm an idiot. You know she's not an idiot. That's the thing. You know Nikki's yeah. not an idiot, so you know she's pretending. It's like that the whole film, and it's one of the reasons it's not good. Well, Madonna has been acting. We, we were talking about a film she did uh, in, as an art film, an 8mm film called A Certain Sacrifice, which when she blew up, that movie was unearthed. It's, I think she gets sexually harassed in the film, but she's topless. Oh. So I remember Penthouse publishing stills of Madonna topless. Gotcha. Uh, and that's on YouTube. We, we will watch that movie eventually. It's only an hour long, though. And that's the watch. thing. It's only an hour. Yeah. Maybe we watch it with that pajama party playboy thing, and that's two hours. Why don't we do that? All right, Carl, we got our next movie. So, okay, yeah. No, uh, oh, go ahead. Finish your thought, because I was just... Oh, I was just going to say, screenwriter Andrew, co-screenwriter co Andrew Smith, who we just spoke to, he's written for television. He wrote the main event, but one of the weirder things he wrote was the Hugh Hefner Playboy Roller Disco Party live from Roller Disco uh, And that's on YouTube. So we may watch that in honor of, of Andrew, uh, yeah. along with the Madonna as a double feature. And then we'll have a second interview with him. Yeah. Let's yeah, you could talk about Hugh Hefner. How great is that? 
Now, she was, Madonna was just coming off Shanghai Surprise, which was a terrible okay. box office flop. And um, that's the one with Sean Penn, right? Did they meet and get yeah. married, or were they already married? They were already married. Yeah, I think that they were already married. I'm not so up on my Madonna history, except for right. the exact time of this film, because I wanted to know what was going on in her life. But I think they were probably already married. Yeah. Now, look, Madonna just touched the cougar. She, right. Madonna calls the cougar baby, by the way. She watched that film, like, researching this. Didn't watch a film. Uh, see what other romantic comedies did. Um, 1986, Shanghai Surprise failed. Madonna decided to sign onto another comedy called Slammer. Um, but she had to convince Warner Brothers and the film's producer she was ready. Also, she turned down Blind Date for this. Oh, that would have been interesting. Yeah. One of the more, yeah. The it's whole comedic movie. premise of this thing is, can I drive? And he goes, yeah. And then she drives like an asshole. Right, That's with the tiger the in the back. Joke. Oh, and she takes goes, three spots. You walk sideways so, so it doesn't scratch. At some Look point, at those tattoos. I've never seen Madonna's tattoo before on her right arm. Okay. All right, we'll have to see. So, okay. yeah, because... You know, she's a pop megastar, and pop megastars tend to gravitate towards movies, which we love to watch. Right. And so she had a certain sacrifice back when she was in the New York art scene, I guess Breakfast Club, the band. But then Desperately yeah. Seeking Susan, 82, 83, yeah. she was terrific in it, but she didn't really have to act in that. Well, because she wasn't a phony baloney. See, right now, you know she's act. Put on the volume. Let's listen to how she talks. I'm sorry. We'll catch another one. I'll I'll bring it up then. You'll see what I'm talking okay, about. Okay, we'll get a Madonna speech. Okay. In now, the director talks about this too. That in his opinion, she was just being herself in uh, Suddenly Seeking Susan, and that's why she, you know, came up off. Well, also, she wasn't the star of it really. She wasn't. The no, star. no, she, she was Susan, right? Like she was Every, the. It revolved around her. Right, but she wasn't the star, and she yeah. Right. So anyway, in this one, she was going over every line. She would always need five extra minutes in the beginning to make sure if her scene she was supposed to be out of breath. She would do push-ups before the scene. Huh. She was like really into getting it perfect. But what that came out is like phony. I don't believe her as an actress. Um. She had to convince. Okay. Uh, I have this whole thing about how she had to convince all these executives that she could pull this off, and because she was such a pop star, they believed in it. Now they did. She's stealing. They did invest you more see, money. Sorry, Carl. Go ahead, and then I have to say this. They, they invested more money in the soundtrack than in the movie, which tells you how much they believed in her music. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, that's because soundtracks in the 80s were big business, Top Gun mm -hmm. and stuff. I just wanted to say she's stealing. As you can see, these cassettes have the uh, protective plastic coating Yes. that prevents you from – and she stole the one cassette that wasn't in the case. Like when you see her grab <laughs> cassettes, she's grabbing ones that don't have – look. Doesn't have a cassette case. Right. So she's probably getting like 
Engelbert Humperdinck at Shit. right. That's right. It's um S A T U R D A Y. The Bay City Rollers. He's Sam Goody's got it. When she, it comes to thieving, Sam Goody's got it. He part he walk into a Sam Goody in nineteen eighty seven and not see Madonna everywhere. <laughs> right. Yeah. She her acting like she's a director, Carl. You know, yeah. she well, she, she married Guy Ritchie. Did. He married Guy Ritchie, the director, and his second film was um, a remake of this 1974 Italian film about wait, wait, a rich wait, wait, woman. Wait, 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 wait. He just took the tape and put it in that guy's pocket and said, meet me outside. I got to ditch this guy. So it sets the alarm off. Now she can walk through with all her stolen stuff. How could she do that to Michael Jackson? <laughs> okay, you were saying, though. Oh, I love it. I love thriller. Oh yeah. Uh, no, no. I, I, I think I, I nailed everything I needed to say. Mm-hmm. He okay. stole the jacket. No. Okay. Turn the sound on. We'll get. You'll hear her voice, and you'll Perfect. see what I'm talking about. Start all over again. I think you're doing the right thing. Yeah. Thanks for everything. Goodbye, Mer. I'm gonna miss you most of all. You can hit Mer. All right. He's got that little. Uh, no, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. But I'm supposed to make sure you get on the bus. Come on, get in. Can I drive? Absolutely. Leave it not. on. All right. Maybe. All right. Now look at this. But no tricks. You hear that? Keep it on. No tricks. I found it. No, I'll tell you when to turn it off, and don't worry, it won't be forever. Good. He promises. No tricks. Guess what? What? Tricks. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. She she was married to Guy Ritchie. I don't believe her. She was married to Guy Ritchie. Swept Away was the movie. It's about a a rich countess or whatever crashes in a plane with the. With her like servants or whatever, and they they have class struggles as they are on the island. The remake that Richie did wasn't great, and the mm-hmm. fact he stopped making movies for a while. I got an ad. Got an Damn ad, it. guys. Get Skip ad. All right, uh, we are on twenty-four minutes from, exactly. They were married eight years, Guy Richie. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to give everyone the countdown. I will let you know when we get to 2415, 2410, 2411, 2412, 1415. And it starred the son of the original Italian actor played the okay. role. It's this weird movie. Interesting. And he kind of disappeared, and then he started making like weird films like Rockefeller. But now he's like a you know a normal big time director. So he kind of okay. recovered from Madonna. Madonna herself directed two movies, including a film called We. I haven't had a chance to see him. I need to. You see how she's just being an asshole driving. That is the whole gag. 
Well, she is she is driving a Rolls, so she has every right. Oh, cheap ass <laughs> Rolls! The fucking muffler popped out. <laughs> Can't find any good help, any good Rolls lately. Okay, there is one, maybe the only good joke in this film coming. So go ahead and okay. put the sound on, and I promise it won't be long. The cop's gonna ask her. Okay, Loudon is pretending All that right, he's like. Okay, here we go. That's the joke, okay? That's it. Yeah, that's funny. I don't believe you. So it's hard to listen to her for the entire movie. Now mute. I hit pause. I'm sorry, people. We are going to be at 16.07 in 6... Seven twenty six oh seven. Sorry about that. You, you, you out. I did that okay. too. Oh wait, leave it on. This is funny. I'm gonna need some information. What's the patient's name? His Loudon. name is Loudon. Loudon. Yeah. I think his name is Loud and Clear. I can't riff on this movie. She's Madonna's taking my best jokes. <laughs> Now, this nurse is another one. Her name is Liz Sheridan. She's just a character actress. You know her face. Uh, Remington Steele. Um, nope. Play the game in 2009. You'll just know her face. Oh, right. Madonna oh. was married to Sean Penn from 85 through 89. Look, it's and... me. What? That's me. Sleeping. <laughs> Young you. Young me. That's more Adam than you. Yeah. Oh, look, so he's been out, and he has a day's worth of stubble. Look at that stubble, man. Griffin, I'm so jealous. <laughs> you like that? Yeah. His baby Classic. face. Yeah, right. He's got a baby face, but then when the stubble comes, it's, it's, it's there. Originally, Sean Penn was set to co-star with Madonna. After Shanghai Surprise flop, the producers opted to go with Griffin Dunn from his press office success with After Hours. But the thing is, I also hear on the internet he was going to be one of the cops. Sean Penn was going to be one of the cops. Oh, how ironic. Yeah, but he was in jail. Now, he was in jail for being an asshole. He, like, beat mm -hmm. up one of Madonna's friends. And when he was on the set of that movie with this uh, director, uh, James Foley, he beat up one of the uh, extras, you know? And he was in jail for violating his parole, not for those two offenses. That's so crazy. Yeah, what a loser, man. And you know he's a great actor and an intelligent human being and just, just something about like being in the whole buzz world of Madonna. I I don't know the I don't want to speak bad about Madonna, but right. Okay. This we missed a very funny joke. I he he runs out to the taxi stand, right? And he goes, "Taxi! Taxi!" <laughs> like he's trying to get a taxi. They're all lined up and sitting there. You know? <laughs> uh, I did see Sean Penn at the. Um, I saw Sean Penn at the airport once. Did you? Yeah, well dressed did guy. He, did he sneer at you? Were you hit? What happened? Yeah, I, I don't know. After he punched me, things were kind of blurry. Uh, <laughs> this is guy. Oh, it was named fine. Sean... It was just a well dressed guy. You know, it looked like it was Sean Penn. This is, this is Sean Sullivan, and he's the gun dealer. He was in Back to the Future Part 3 and Wayne's World and 
Whoa, Tim. whoa, whoa. Yes. So do you think he was like one? You never notice in the Back to the Future trilogy, the, the bad guy always has like. A henchman. Uh, yeah, he's a henchman, right? In three? I, I don't know the answer because he's so brief in this film, but I right. think he does a good performance. He just, he's pretending to be the totally in the guns guy uh, and paranoid, and it's working. He looks like Yahoo Serious, doesn't he? Mm -hmm. Young Yahoo Serious? Mm -hmm. Madonna has six kids. I know. God bless her. And she's going on tour again. Just to feed her children. <laughs> I love Madonna. So, uh, real quick, the other Madonna movies, Evita is a good... Uh, he was in that James Bond movie that she sang the song, maybe The Living Daylights. He had a, a brief fencing scene. And Carl, I told you about a movie called Blue in the Face. Do you remember that? No. So uh, there was a Miramax film based on a Paul Oster novel. Uh, he actually wrote it. And uh, Smoke, I think, Smoke it was called. Right. And it was Harvey Keitel. He owned a cigar shop. And it was in the neighborhood. And they made a, a companion piece, Wayne Wang, the director, where... What's they, his they name? All, Wang, Wayne Wang, I believe. Wayne I, Wang? I'm, I'm a little hesitant because I, it may not be him. But what they did was they followed up with, oh, zip, god damn it. Oh, that's the, the Rolls Royce. For what? Yeah, okay, so he is now out of the hospital and discovering Madonna has taken, Nikki has taken it to this shady area to buy a gun. He doesn't know about her, like, troubles yet with the, um, well, anyway, he knew where she, he was, he's arriving to see this, and now his, the dad's going to give him a call. How's it going, son? You know? Um, Great, you dad. A, a league of their own. She was in a league of their own. So these guys are, like, what, taking the phone, and they're they're spray painting the car, and they're taking their, their pants? Like, son, they're being know. stereotyped. Yeah about you know like we'll do crime if you're unprotected in our neighborhood we will just do crime Fuck right so in the 70s the hubcaps would be removed right mm -hmm. yeah. they were taking the car stereo all this sort of stuff so what, one of the guys gets the phone and he goes hello and he goes he goes oh it's for you he gives it to louder car phone car phone excuse me guys i got a car phone 1987 Right, actually, you're right about that, Mike. This is really a kind of prestigious thing we're witnessing. Do you remember that scene in, in Vacation where they, oh, Tommy Sue, THC. Wait, I'm interested. Tommy, brought to you by Mike, performing on this show. Okay, we are at 32 minutes. I'm going to let you guys know when it's 32.15, so go ahead and set it. I'll be doing the countdown, and then we'll just keep going. So we're at 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Thanks for rejoining us. Speak with Carl. I'll be right back. Oh, God damn it. God damn it. <sighs> Madonna moved to New York City in 1978 to pursue a career in modern dance. After performing as a drummer, a guitarist, and a vocalist in the rock bands Breakfast Club and Emmy, she rose to solo stardom with her debut solo album, Madonna, 1984. Uh, Madonna's popularity was enhanced 
uh, by roles in such films as Desperately Seeking Susan, Dick Tracy in 1990, A League of Their Own in 92, Evita in 96, while her latter most won her a Golden Globe Award for Best Actress. Many of her films were not well received. <laughs> but the thing about her is, she just kicked ass with record sales, totally, and her world tours made lots of money. Over I forgot about I forgot about Dick Tracy. You are back. Oh, did you hear me the whole time? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I heard you, Carl, talking about Madonna playing drums. Okay. So, not to be deterred, with all this pressure, Loudon Jeremy is going Piven. to get Madonna on that bus. So, wait, is there, are there bodyguards following them? Or is there bad guys? Oh, because they want to get that key. That's right. And they want to see... Madonna doesn't know what's the bank. Uh, they're both wearing those shirts. She's getting the gun. You'll say it's homoerotic. She's getting the gun um, in order to go to the bad guys and say, which bank is it? You know, that's what her right. whole goal is. Man, New York City. Now he's like, she... he's calling in. the. It's, it's of course, Loudon's credit card. Oh, wow. Fires eight, nine, six, eight, nine. Now, today you would do some iPad thing, but he has to phone, right, and talk to oh, a human being and give him the number? Yeah, right. He would have a um, – oh, I lost the thread. Sorry. Uh, no problem. Now, she's got her gun, and let's get going. Um, move. We got to move. Is that another song of music? Let your body go with them. Come on in Vogue. Am I thinking of a different song? Let no, no, that's it, Vogue. Move to the music. Come on in Vogue. I don't, I'm not a fan, man. I don't understand There's why you're nothing not. to it. Vogue. Vogue. Do you ever see Paris is Burning, the documentary about voguing? No. It's great. It's great. People will say that Madonna took like a club style, like it was happening in gay clubs in New York City, and that she kind of co-opted it and uh -huh. came out with this mainstream hit, appropriating it. Just as much as people complain about Deborah Harry and Rapture. Oh yes, actually, yeah, yeah. So that's what people. The big complaint about the song Vogue is that she kind of basically took other people's culture and just kind of mainstreamed it. Yeah. But, you know, Madonna is Madonna. She is part of it. You know, she's part of culture, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I don't know, people like David Bowie would do stuff like that, and they wouldn't get fingers pointed at them. Yeah. Okay, now, you see, she's going to set off the fire alarm. That's going to be the... That's not possible. You can't... Is that true, Carl? You could put a lighter, cigarette lighter yeah. under... Yeah? Yeah. Well, it's heat. It goes off by heat. For... Uh, what is that Fahrenheit 451? That's the yeah. that's paper burning a flame. Um. Carl, what I gave you my copy of Fahrenheit 451. What did, whatever happened to that? I burnt it, of course. Oh, Carl, that was I was almost state. finished. That was against really? the state. <laughs> I'm a, I'm in the I'm a fireman. God, I, got I didn't call. finish it, Carl. I was one chapter left. People who don't know that book are gonna be like, okay. Everyone knows that book. I'm yeah. not too worried about it. Everybody in their 50s. 
<laughs> We're watching a movie with Madonna. Listen, if you know who Madonna is, you probably know Fahrenheit 451. Yeah, if you were okay, so that's what happened. She got her way. Everyone now she's getting out, and it's time to confront the bad guy. I don't right. believe her, man. Even when she was going like, I'm looking around, I'm pretending that I'm surveying the scene. I just don't believe her as an actress. Well, um, I, this this is my thought. I've that Rolls Royce scene where everyone's ripping off his car. With, it reminds me of the the vacation scene. That kind of racist scene where they uh, stop and ask for directions and all the black guys steal their stuff. Oh, was that in the movie Vacation? Yeah, the the original. I thought I knew that film well. I don't remember that part. It was written by John Hughes, and he got called out yeah. for it. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, all right. Well, that, I, that's all I wanted to say about that. Okay, now <laughs> I have things about Madonna's acting. Go ahead. What's your thought? Because I, I'm, I'm going to be No, talking. I just want to know what the picture is. Like, this picture must be so fucking disgusting that even after four years, he's worried about it. What? What's that? The picture in the safe deposit box. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, look, I, I don't know. They were, the bad guys were with Worthington, and they were, like, exchanging money and exchanging certificates, shaking hands. I really don't know what the crime is. Like, it wasn't caught in the act of sex or killing a baby seal or anything like that? We'll have to wait for the manila envelope. Now, I've seen this film a bunch of times. As you know, we had a few starts and stops, and I saw it in between. So maybe I've seen this film like this is my fifth time, maybe. I'm a little not sure anymore. Sure, and fair enough. I, I just don't catch that every single time. I don't know what to say. There's a crime, and Worthington wants it covered up. Gotcha. You know, but he she, wasn't like sleeping with uh, another dude or another woman or dude and a woman maybe he was and i don't know it all right sounds good all good now he she's finally explaining to him what she's up to she needs to get the safety deposit box you oh, can Carl, turn you know... it on if you want it's it's just sure. another example of her not i'm not believing her oh i mean you grab Look, she's trying to. People mistake Madonna. That's the same mole. Okay, I'm done. Talk about her acting now. Okay. Madonna would Madonna would ask for five minutes to study the script. For example, okay, did okay. Dunn said Madonna liked her first take the best. Always did. I think my best was around the fourth. She always says, "You got it, you got it." She was driving me crazy, just like her character would. We had to make a compromise as to which take is the best. Madonna Carl, Carl we, I just skipped ad. It's 40 minutes exactly right now. And I'll let you know when we get to 40, 40, 10 seconds. So right now we're six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We're all in line. Madonna's whistling. Welcome for back. Thank you for reengaging. Okay, yeah. this is unbelievable. He goes, I'll help you with, but I need that cougar. I have to return the cougar, and we can't find him. She goes, how did you do that? Whoo, she whistles, baby. You know, she whistles. And, right, how does she have, he's a, that cougar's a familiar? How does she, it's her spirit animal? How in the world 
Well, I, I mean, speed. honestly, like a lot of this, my suspension of disbelief is probably out the window with the gun shooting scene. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you know, know, they shoot a machine gun life, at him. Yeah. The second day they were filming with the cougar, the cougar did escape. And they had to halt filming and go fucking find him. You know that's going to happen, right? If there's a cougar in a movie, he's going to get out. So if you're shooting a movie in New York City and you have a cougar, chances are, you know, the cougar might just step out. Yeah. What is she eating? Chicken nuggets with a fork? I think it's Asian. Oh, try some sweet and sour sauce. They're chicken nuggets. Mary oh, that's why she has a. It. That's why she has a fork so she could feed it to babies. <laughs> There's bad oh. guy. Yeah, from the animation. Right. Doesn't he look the same? Carl, that's 40 minutes ago, right? I saw this guy first as a cartoon character 40 minutes ago. Am I supposed to remember him now? But you did. But you did, right? He looks great as a cartoon. I got to tell you, come on. I don't have a lot of time. Cody Mundy is his name, right? And he was her Madonna's great friend. He was like a leader of this jazz band. Kid Creole and the Coconuts. and the Oh, I love Kid, Kid Creole. Yeah. So, well, anyway, that's it. Now, okay. I'm, I feel like I might have been a little rude the way I interrupted you. Were you in the middle of a thought? Go ahead. No, no, I was just reciting Madonna. Okay, so now it's basically, you know, I need to know which bank, you know, and, and they're like so scared. All right, all right, never mind. Uh, Madonna wanted James Foley to give her proper direction on set, but he preferred for her to be her real self rather than her persona in music videos. Foley stressed the fact that Madonna was very uptight about her acting into every detail, determined to have the correct portrayal, and that's probably why it wasn't so good. Yeah. Desperately seeking Susan, she didn't know what she was doing. She was just being natural, and that was at her best. Well, I asked for my money back when it came out. I said to the manager, I said, where's Marlo Thomas? <laughs> I came to see that girl movie. Yeah, that girl. That was, yeah, the sitcom would always open up with someone, you know, saying, well, who took that girl? Right? Right. Some dog pissed on me. Whose dog is it? That girl. That girl. I got kicked in the nuts. Who did it? That By girl. February 1987, Madonna's scenes were already shot, although she proceeded to linger on the set to watch Foley and his team work. Foley described her as being around the set as not acting at, um, not acting was a pain in the ass. Whoa. She won't skimp on cost. She should know that Warner's had a tight schedule, constraints on budget. Lots of complaints. Oh, so just her hanging around the set after her scenes was causing budget issues. Yeah, she would say, like, um, I, what I think he means is she would comment on this, we need the car to go over the cliff like it is right now. I mean, that's what he's saying. There's tight schedule and constraints on the budget. So she was hanging around making sure her film went to task, like she should. Right. But he thought it was a pain in the ass. By the way, the internet says there's a continuity error. You can definitely see it's a stuntman when the car goes over the edge. I don't know. Oh, I was going to say that car needs to tip over. Right. Now he's got 
Remember, he knows how to. He's got a foil. What What did you call it? E E M E. Yeah, it's in every crossword puzzle. Four letters. Uh, fencing sword. E P E E. E E E E E P. Okay. I didn't know that. I just knew it as a foil, and he's an expert yeah. at it. So now he's got the car antenna. Again, this is not the only fencing movie Madonna was in. She played a fencer in in that uh, Living Daylights thing. Not the Living Daylights. Gosh, there was a Pierre Bronson movie where she played a, fen a fencing instructor. Oh, have you seen Body of Evidence? Uh, yes, with William Defoe. We, uh, well, William. William. This is kind of entertaining. Yeah, I mean, I, this I is the... have to knock the film, but this particular scene—he's doing swashbuckler stuff and teetering over the edge of a. And it's you know what's going to happen. It's more fun than Shanghai Surprise, right? Shanghai Surprise yeah. is unwatchable. Whoa. Whoa! All right. Now, did you see how we didn't see it, Mike? Yeah. It didn't go in the water. Trump that Tower. Trump Tower. Ah. Now, Trump came down uh, for in this scene. We don't. I mean, okay. At one point, when the crew were shooting in front of Trump Plaza, Donald Trump came down from his penthouse for a major photo op with the paparazzi, ensuring he'd be seen with Madonna in the New York Post the following day. I mean, literally, the paparazzi shows up at his doorstep. Why wouldn't mm -hmm. you just go downstairs from your penthouse, take the golden escalator down to your, from your penthouse? Right. And Now, right now, Madonna is saying, I'm bullshit. I'm <laughs> pretending. And Loudon's going, I'm a good actor, and I'm a comedic actor, and I'm doing, right. my, I'm doing my job right now. I know that, Loudon. One of my favorite Griffin Dunn movies, Carl, you got to check out a film called Me and Him. Me and Him. It came out maybe a couple years after this. He wakes up and discovers his penis could talk. What? And and the voice of his penis is performed by Mark Lynn Baker from Perfect Strangers. What is the name of this film? The film is called Me and Him. Me from and Doris, Him. Doris Story is the director. It's one of the best films I've seen. I saw it in the theater. That reminds me of the... Um, what's the... Chatterbox? Chatterbox? Yeah, right. We saw Chatterbox with Virginia. <laughs> Verbox. Um, yeah. Okay, talking. To, okay, I'll check it out. Yeah. I mean, it's. It, I'm sure he's embarrassed by the film, it, but it's good. I like it. And he's directed Practical Magic. Griffin Dunn's for me is like a director, you know, uh -huh. just as well as an actor. But he's he's kind of he's directed a bunch of stuff. And he goes every time he's on set and somebody fucks up, he goes, "I am done." <laughs> That's it. Well, you know how Ryan Seacrest always says, like, Seacrest out? Yeah. Can you imagine it would be like, done out. Yes, you told us the first time. Redundant. Redundant. Oh, skip. Skip. Oh, fuck I you, can't. Ed. I have to. Video will play after ad. I got to uh, watch this guy eat. Jordan. Michael Johnny B. Michael Jordan. Good. Michael Jordan. Wait, we'll take this card. <laughs> All right. Oh. Yeah. High five. Get back. hanging get out. Bad. Skip ad. We are at 48 minutes exactly, guys. Give them a countdown.
They're stealing the baby. Oh, God. Yeah. I have to say, this New York City looks so great in this movie. Everything just pops out, you know? It looks like a beautiful day. Now, look, she's stealing. Who? That girl? <laughs> Who's that girl? Which is, I, I told you, Carl, that song rips off NBC's uh, jingle. I was thinking about it. It's not exactly right because. NBC, who's that girl? You know, you're right. It's the, it's that the underlying chord on the third note is different than NBC's made. It goes, who's that? Then it goes, Carol. You're right. You're right. But but still, you're you're still right for the notes. Yeah, I mean, I have my um. What is it called? Not accordion. Never mind. So noted. All right. We went oh, to Oh, it's ad for Cartier. It's an ad for Tiffany's. Skip ad. Just kidding. <laughs> Carl, my algorithm will never give me a Cartier's ad. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Look, he's a character actor, too, who you've seen before. Yeah. So There's that's Trump Tower Trump they walked Tower. out of? Yeah. Oh. That's I'm going to complain to Mr. Trump. She... It looks pretty Giuliani. <laughs> when when everybody liked him. Uh, right, back when he was like a lawyer. Oh, uh, actually, oh yeah, you're right, of course. In 87, he was not the mayor. It was 9-11, he was the mayor. And that's so when everyone is this liked. Ed Koch's New York City right now? 1987, no, I think that was um, the, the one who sweat all the time. D Dinkins. Right? Yeah. No, no, Dink. Well, okay, for sure, 88, 89, it was Dinkins. I don't know when the election cycle was. It was just after Koch or during. Yeah, maybe it's just at the end of Koch. Mm -hmm. Who's that girl? Yeah, I got to get that out of my head. Let's go with another one of her songs. So, also, Papa, I, don't I'm... preach. I'm in There you trouble. go. No. Papa, Vogue. It's got a one hitter? Yeah. But I made up the... my mind. I'm... Get into the one hit groove. You <laughs> gotta prove. Oh, hey, you ever hear an album? Sonic Youth did a, a Madonna album. That's funny. They called themselves Chicone Youth after her real last name. And they cover uh, Get Into the Groove and another song. And then the rest of the album is just them farting around. But it's definitely a curio. For fans of Sonic Youth, I'm sure you're familiar with this album. I am going to check that out. Get into the groove sung by Sonic Youth. Yeah, as Chicone Youth. Right, because her name is Madonna Louise Chicone. Yeah. Chicone. Um, she's born in 58, the old bag. Um, her works incorporate social, political, sexual, and religious themes. Oh, they're trying to make her sound like. No, but it is true. Don't you remember she had. A cultural figure of the 20 and 21st century. Yeah. She did a song, and I'm trying to remember what it was. And Pepsi was premiering the world exclusive premiere of her video. Uh huh. And the video was so charged that they dropped the campaign almost immediately. Well, you know, she. Yeah, 
she did that book in which she was totally naked. I haven't. Unheard of. She was sitting on a mirror looking at her cooch. Carl, I have the book. Oh, I I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. (laughs) Of course you have it. Yeah, of course I have it. It's her kissing like vanilla uh, ice. She's naked, uh, hitchhiking with high heels. She's uh, a dom. You remember Udo Kier? Remember Suspiria, the the guy that shows up towards the end of the movie and just gives this great speech and leaves. He he's in the sex book Udo mm-hmm. Udo Kier, who passed away recently. Interesting. So, you know, yeah, it's an interesting book. It's it's metallic. The cover is uh, oversized book and it's metal covers with like a spiral binding, uh-huh. which is of course falls apart almost immediately, and it's buried in my bookcase somewhere. <laughs> so now, like we're seeing the contrast of Madonna's street smarts with classy Worthington bridesmaid, you know. So she just crashes the bridal party. Well, he's got to go there because he has to make arrangements for the wedding. Later on, he needs to go to a, um, a a board meeting to see if they can get into the condo that they want. So yeah. he she's something he has to do. He's got to get her to the bus. That's his mission but he still has his arrangements for the wedding so that's how he bumps into the two worlds he hit wendy it, worthington on the ass by the way yeah. Wendy worthington you might know her from um um uh, 16 candles here she is All right. you remember in 16 candles the the guy the the king of the nerds like a, a beautiful girl like falls in love with him she was the Boyfriend oh. of the Molly Ringwald. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Her. Wait a minute. Is she the one that the farmer sleeps with when she's unconscious? The farmer? Well, Michael Anthony Hall. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I don't, Mike. Uh, Mike, you're saying that she was sexually assaulted, that that he she was asleep and he fucked her? <laughs> yeah. I don't think that happened in 16 Candles. They yeah, had a romance. No, that's what I'm saying. It was consenting. Well, she was awake. Well, she was I mean, Molly Ringwald wrote an article years ago in, in uh, New York Times talking about revisiting her movies, watching it with her own daughter, and the scene where uh, Bender sticks his head into her into her pants, you know, into her dress, uh-huh. and how she had to talk to her uh, kid about it. And then she's like, in that movie, there's a scene where, like, there's a passed out girl, and one of the cool guys, like, you could have her. Like, they trade her. Oh. And and like she wakes up and she's like, oh, I think it was great. So in this well, essay that, that she wrote, happen. go ahead. Oh, and she uh, Molly Ringwald talks to the actress, and the actress is like, no, it wasn't like that. And then later she wrote back saying, you know what, I thought it over, and I think you're right. Okay, so she she was drunk in the car, and I thought they had a consensual. I think it's like this, like, oh, that was great after the fact, but it's just not the way it would really be felt. Okay, that's kind of gross. Today, she's a real estate agent. Um, She still appears on TV, even up until 2019, but her main job is being a real estate agent. Cool. 
She was in Home Alone 3. She was in Gremlins 2. She was in 16 Candles. All right, I'm in... skipping ads. We are now at 56 minutes exactly, starting now. Got a lot of ads. You want to count them down again? Just yeah, all right. So people, I'm going to count it down at 56 minutes and 20 seconds. Uh, we are, all right, so 16, 17, 18, 19. Boom. We're in New York City with Madonna.